Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Brought to you by Aqua Systems and GAF Roofing. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. Good afternoon. Welcome into Ride at Home with Rich here on 97.1. It's Todd Bachman and Jake Spurgeon with you, filling in for Rich Horace this week. But we'd have a great show planned for you. As always, we'll have our home hack of the week. We'll go on the road with Jake. He has a really great um, story he wants to tell about a client that he visited, how his expertise came into play to help out a client of ours. So, uh, Jake, thanks for coming on. I certainly appreciate it. No, always happy to be here. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, great show planned here. Um, so we're going to be talking about some of the most asked remodeling questions uh, that you get uh, from homeowners, that Mosby Building Arts gets from homeowners. Jake and I work for Mosby Building Arts. That is a design-build remodeling firm based out of Kirkwood, Missouri. It's been in business for over 70 years Jake himself has almost 20 years' experience in the remodeling industry, so uh, we got a good knowledge base here on our side. Uh, so we're going to be talking about some of those most asked remodeling questions and also questions you should ask before doing a remodeling project. We're going to try to get you a step ahead with your project, make sure everything is going to go well for you in that process. So, Jake... Some of the most obvious questions we get, maybe the two most obvious questions, the elephants in the room, as they may be, how much are my project going to cost? Yep. How long is it going to take? So when a client comes to you with those questions, how do you broach that subject? Well, I typically, at, at that point, I've typically reviewed kind of the scope of the work, what their type of project they're thinking about. We've walked through and bounced some ideas off each other. So I have a general idea of you know, how long it could take and do based on time and what materials and finish level that they're thinking about, we can have a very candid and honest conversation with homeowners on what the investment level for their space and their project will be. And then as far as time, you know, everybody says, you know, how long is the project going to take? It also depends on the scope and what types of materials are chosen and if it's the materials they choose are readily available. Yeah. And going back to price, you know, We've been in business a long time. You've seen a lot of projects. We can kind of give you a general rough idea, but nobody really should be able to give you an exact cost right off the bat, correct? No, not at all. We, we give a pretty good honed-in range based off what our first conversation is, and that's what our design process is for is to get that price to a more accurate number for them. Exactly. It's kind of like walking into a car dealership. If you walked into a dealership and said, 
Okay, how much does a car cost? Well, well what options do you want? Exactly. It's a, <laughs> a pretty loaded question. Uh, so there's a lot of investigative work to do on our end, and we need to get all the information as possible to give you that accurate uh, price. Okay, so let's say I'm a homeowner. I'm, I'm thinking about doing a remodeling project, and you know, there's a lot of options out there as far as who to turn to. We got general contractors. Uh, we got small independent contractors or firms. We got design build companies like Mosby Building Arts. What are the difference between these companies, and what should I look for in these companies when I talk to them? Well, it really depends on your expectations as a homeowner, what you want the process to be for your space. Some homeowners are happy working with a you know an independent or kind of a one man show operation. Um, investment levels pretty much going to be on the very low end of uh, numbers there, but there's a lot, typically going to be a lot of footwork involved with that homeowner going to pick out their own materials. They're kind of responsible for design. They just have somebody that will put in whatever the homeowner tells them to install. That's kind of what that independent has. Um, In the middle, you kind of have the general contractor. So still a smaller company might have a few employees. Maybe they have, you know, one, you know, head person or one owner that's typically running the first appointments, meeting with clients, and then, you know, they might have one or two jobs going at one time. So still a lot more footwork involved on the homeowner to go probably get their own materials, probably no help with design there. They don't, that company might not have an in-house design team. Um, So more effort on the homeowner's end, more time. And then at the other end is design build, what we have at, at Mosby, which is a team of installation, production team, design team, and coordination all in one company. Yeah, and so it's really going to be, there's things that you can think about, convenience factor, Mm -hmm. stress factor. I mean, if you're going to be doing a, you know, going with a small independent firm or or one-man operation, a a lot of decision-making is going to fall on your end. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's going to be maybe some other things that you have to do. Maybe you have to call subcontractors or other, you know, types of uh, trades people to get involved that the other contractor, you know, so you have to think about that. Um, With design build, you know, you're going to get a one-stop shop, but it's probably going to come at a premium, right? Yeah. I mean, typically a design build firm is going to have a little bit of an elevated uh, price point compared to an independent contractor. Which which makes a ton of sense because they're going to be doing uh, way more work and way more heavy lifting Mm -hmm. than than a one-man operation. Okay. So... We thought about our project, who we're going to go with as far as uh, the company, and now we're going to be thinking about the nitty-gritty of the project. Does my project need a permit? That's a big question that we get all the time. It typically always does. Yeah. <laughs> it's rare that a project does not need a permit. Uh, St. Louis County's rule is if you open two square feet of drywall in a room, a permit is needed. And that's hard to do with almost any project, a bathroom, a kitchen, a lower level any new walls that you're building, if you're removing a wall, that needs a permit. Um, so most, almost always the answer is going to be most likely yes. Pretty much. Uh, only if you're switching out light bulbs. That's pretty much that it, yeah. what it boils down to. So, uh, and, you know, the permit is important because it triggers uh, the fact that the county is going to come out and inspect that. It's going to be up to code. It is important. Yeah. Is it a, ha- a hassle sometimes? Certainly. Is it, it a cost? Absolutely. But it, it is important. Be. You know. And, and I always warn homeowners, um, 
when homeowners ask certain smaller companies about permits, that company might say, well, do you want a permit? And that's not really a question for the, the, the remodeling company to ask the homeowner because, I mean, there's rules and, and laws in place to protect the community and the health and the welf- welfare of the buildings and the safety of the community. So um, hopefully your contractor is using licensed people to perform the works and, yeah. and getting permits. Essentially what that company would be asking is, would you like us to follow the rules and laws? Correct. You know, that that would be kind of weird if, uh, you know, you had someone out in your house that's going to be doing any other type of work or, you know, and they say, I could follow the rules and laws or I could not. Yeah. You, you probably would want them to. That yeah. makes, when they're going to be getting into your house, uh, it's such an investment that you want to make sure everything's being done Plus the, ram- the ramifications when you go to sell that home, I mean, on that disclosure statement, it says, has work been done? Has permits been pulled? And it asks for a copy of that permit number. So that that real estate agent and that paperwork you fill out, it asks, what's the permit number? Yeah. So um, it's a headache for you when you go to sell your house. It could be a headache for the person inheriting or buying your house. Mm-hmm. It's just, just not good karma. Just get the permit. Just get the permit. <laughs> get the permit. You know, bite the bullet and do it and know you've done it right. You kind of mentioned this uh, when we were talking about the different types of options for the companies that you could go with uh, for remodeling. My project itself doesn't need an architect. How do you know that? Well, typically, uh, any type of new, if we're doing a room addition or relocating load-bearing walls or doing structure work, removing walls, adding walls, that typically does require a permit. There are some municipalities in St. Louis now that are requiring architectural stamp on a kitchen remodel. So there's no structure happening, no load-bearing walls being relocated, but that certain cities are requiring an architecture seal and a stamp on those plans for the permit. Now, is that just to make sure that, you know, everything's in order? What, what's the logic behind something like that? If we're not moving anything structural, why would an architect have it's, to be It's a higher certification level to just kind of another glance at things to make sure everything's correct, that it meets current code, that it is, you know, just architecturally and design-wise is good for the family, for the house, for the community. Gotcha. Okay. That totally makes sense. All right. Will I have to leave my house when I remodel? Depends on the company you work with. Yeah. <laughs> um, when a client asks me that, I always say absolutely not. Because at Mosby, we specialize in having our homeowners live in the home while the work is taking place. We do it in phases. And if it's a whole home makeover, we make sure we have some spaces for them to live and to to for us to do work on a certain half of the house. And maybe we switch when one side is done. Um, but no, we set up dust protection. We set up a temporary kitchen. We make sure that there's some type of facilities available if, it, if it's a bathroom remodel and there's only one bathroom in the house. So we work with homeowners on that coordination part. And dust protection and just protecting the house itself is huge when looking into a remodeling company. Absolutely. I um, mean, especially if you have, you know, if there's habitants in the home, like little kids or. You know, mom and dad, do they have, are they sensitive breathers? Do they have asthma? Um, we're going to be touching some walls that might not have been open for 20, 40, 50 years, releasing dust into the house. And hopefully the company you're working with is going to seal the plastic up pretty well for dust protection and, and keep that dust out of the living spaces. You mentioned old homes. Make sure that they you know, are lead safe certified. Yep. Mo- Mosby and myself included. We are what we consider um, a certified lead remodeling company. 
So we're allowed to work on homes that have potentially have lead in it. So we test for lead and make sure that none's there. And if it is, then we follow the proper steps to make sure it's removed. Yeah. Not, o- not only lead, but asbestos as well. If, mm-hmm. they, if for some reason they're going to be breaking up old asbestos tiles or anything like that, I mean, you need to make sure they get a remediation company in there that's going to make sure they're going to do that right because that obviously is, is a major, major safety concern. Oh, and hopefully it, it, the company you work with, if they find, if they open walls and find asbestos-wrapped HVAC work, they're telling you, hey, by the way, this is, this is these ducts are insulated with asbestos. We need to have a company come in really quick and seal the area off even more, just a little bit more, and then get this out for you. Yeah, absolutely. That is very, very important. Uh, is my company that I'm working with or is my contractor that I'm going to be working with insured? You know, why is that such an important point? Well, even though all companies really try their best to be safe with your home and the stuff that you have in your house and themselves included, heaven forbid something gets damaged, somebody gets hurt, it's important that that company has um, liability insurance um, so they're not going after your personal homeowner's policy. Yeah. Um, nobody wants that. No, not at all. <laughs> it's and equivalent to somebody slipping on ice at your house. I mean, exactly. Technically, you know, they they can take action there. Absolutely, yeah. And um, it's just protecting yourself, your home. Uh, it's protecting the contractor as well. Um, so being insured and licensed does not necessarily mean, though, that you do quality work. Correct. You know, I, I you know hear people ask, you know, are they licensed? Are are you insured? You know, I want to make sure you're going to be doing quality work. Those two things don't necessarily go together all no, the time. Not at all. Yeah. Um, I, I wish they did, but unfortunately they don't. What about references? So uh, we hear that all the time. You know, luckily being a company that's been around for 70 years, uh, we do have, you know, a large amount of our reference base is huge. Maybe just a few. And just a couple. Just a couple. Um, when they ask you about references, how important is that? I really um, am a big advocate for references, um, it, just to see how was that experience through design, how was that experience working with, um, you know, myself, how was that through during the construction process, and how was it after the project was finished? If there were repairs or touch-ups that needed to happen, how fast did the company come back out and do those repairs? And I always tell homeowners, don't just ask about a reference that was six months ago or three months ago or a week ago, say, I want one from a recent one and maybe one that's a year or two old, and then I want a five-year reference. How did that project hold up after five years? What was the quality of the installation there? What about, can I see my project in some form, whether it be 3D rendering, some sort of drawings, things of that nature? We're growing up in kind of an HGTV culture where a lot of these TV shows show these visualizations uh, of projects and it's very enticing so it makes the the homeowner want that with their own project as well so can we see those types of, of drawings yeah w- at at mosby typically with a design build company you will get um, an opportunity to have 3d color renderings created of the of the space that you're remodeling so you can visualize how it looks with that wall knocked out or a wall added here or that addition how it attaches to the home what do the roof lines look like um, some companies just, you know, they work with an outside architect and they just create a, a blueprint and you get elevations and a floor plan. It's hard to visualize, but what does that really look like in real life? So I, I highly recommend asking about 3D renderings for your design. 
Yeah. And it's pretty incredible how amazing they can match that rendering to the real life product that's going to be in your house. And it's only going to get better uh, with technology. That is a big part of it for sure. What about as far as the material and selections? Do I have to get those on my own? Do I have to go shopping and pick all those things up? Uh, no. With a design build process, we encourage homeowners to let us participate with you. We, we take you shopping to our different suppliers or showrooms and guide you through picking the materials and and telling you, you know, this material, here's the pros and cons of this product. Here's the pros and cons of this one um, here and kind of help you, you know, with colors and how they will all work together on a, in a space. So you're, we don't kind of let you off the leash and, and have you go to town by yourself and be lost. We want to help hold your hand and, and guide you through that. That's excellent. That's very comforting to hear if you're a homeowner looking to remodel that there's options out there. Uh, that will allow someone to be able to hold your hand during that whole process because it can be certainly overwhelming. Jake, so far, excellent stuff. We're going to hit the break here. But on the other side of the break, we will have our home hack. So stay tuned for more Ride at Home with Rich on 97.1. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast and now here's rich's right at home hack all right we are back with right at home with rich here on 97.1 it's todd bachman and jake spurgeon 
filling in for Rich Orris this week. Uh, but we have a home hack, just like Rich has his hack every week. This hack revolves around winter weather and snow. Uh, I have two hacks for you, actually. Uh, one of which is when we're shoveling snow, it can be a pretty hard time. But to make it easy for you, or a little bit easier, uh, there's a great hack that involves coating your shovel with cooking spray, oil, or wax. So that means the snow, when you shovel, is going to slide right off of your shovel. Uh, it's going to make it easier to shovel, and then it's also going to make it easier uh, to clean that shovel when you're done shoveling, uh, and we're going to store it away until the next snow. The second one is an interesting one about covering your boots, your snow boots, with socks. So actually, according to a New Zealand study, socks over your shoes surpass shoes over socks for walking on slippery snow or ice. So wearing socks over your shoes, you know, does appear to be an effective and inexpensive method to reduce the likelihood of slipping on icy footpaths. Now, I will say if you're going to be doing this method, probably don't use socks that you plan to wear again. So maybe use some old socks. But there you go. Some, you know, a couple hacks for you to help you during some winter weather. We recently had some winter weather. Mm couple weeks ago it wasn't huge but it was uh you know a little, a little bit of a significant fall i mean you know it's always that cliche thing where they predict the weather it's going to be more than it is and yeah, it's a dust it's yeah. a dusting but that's interesting about the cooking spray on the uh snow shovel it makes sense because usually i'm putting cooking spray on my kids metal saucers yeah to i was go gonna sledding. reference the christmas to, vacation to get some extra speed absolutely you know? yeah it's yeah. kind of that same land uh, speed methodology record. yeah land speed record there you go. So you can use the cooking spray for your shovel and then also for your sled as well. There we go. Yeah. So let's get back into the topic at hand. We're talking about the most asked remodeling questions or questions you should be asking before you start a remodeling project. We got onto the topic of uh, picking out materials and selections. So let's say we've got all of those picked out. We're going to be starting our project. What is the company going to be doing with all of these selections that I just picked out? Where are you going to be putting all of this stuff in my home that's going to be remodeled? Mm -hmm. Well, some companies, uh, hopefully, uh, like Mosby, would have a warehouse where we can stage all the materials. We set up a section in the warehouse that's just for your stuff and check it off the list as it comes in because we don't want to start a project until all the materials are ready because that's a big delay factor for, for projects is waiting on something. Um, and then, but as the project begins, we do start to bring things out to the house that we need for maybe that day or that week and store them in the home because a lot of materials, especially wood products, need to acclimate to the humidity level and the temperature, typical temperature of your home before it's installed. Wow, that's so a great point. I've never thought of that. Before. Hardwood floor material has to be in the house about five days ahead of time. Um, cabinet wood cabinetry needs to be in your house about five days. It's got to adjust a little bit. Yeah, um, we don't want it to swell or shrink when it gets from our climate controlled space to yours because might be two different humidity levels. The ambient temperature will be different. So it's like introducing a fish to a new fish tank. You got to let it adjust a yeah. little bit. It's like just... getting into a hot tub. You just got to take it easy. Just yeah. go and <laughs> you can't just dive right in, or you'll you'll burn yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's actually a fantastic point. I've really, ne I've never thought of that before. Yeah. So uh, as far as um, preparing your house, your actual house for the remodel, what are some tips you have for homeowners? The the big things are really anything that you want to keep, like plates or silverware or artwork, take it down. Um, you know, if you have some, some family heirloom pieces and stuff, 
put that in a different room, safely store it in a box, put it far away from the remodeling space just so it, it's not damaged, that we, we know that it's, it's going to be in great condition during the project and as well as you can bring it back out when the project's done. Um, so just really taking care to pack things that you're not going to need during the remodel and to keep maybe if it's a kitchen, keep some cups and plates and stuff like that that you might need for meals and stuff. There's one good thing, you know, as far as Mosby is concerned, you know, if we're going to be doing a kitchen remodel, we do offer up uh, what we call kitchen boxes to uh, our clients to where we do have some things that they could have as far as cups and plates and napkins and uh, other things that may be helpful for them during uh, the time that we're remodeling their kitchen and they have to set up a temporary kitchen station. Can you talk a little bit about that as far as setting up that temporary you know, kitchen area for when you're remodeling a kitchen? Yeah, some big things I always recommend is, you know, we take your existing refrigerator and move it into, like, maybe it's the dining room or a little corner of the living room if it's a kitchen. We get the fridge moved over there and plugged in so you still have all your fridge stuff, maybe a toaster oven, an Instapot or a Crock-Pot, a hot plate, a little countertop microwave, and the all-important coffee maker. Yeah. Um, I... I can't live without coffee, so hopefully that's included in that temporary kitchen. And it's usually just a folding table, and you have a few things there. Uh, some clients I recommend make some casseroles ahead of time mm-hmm. that you can put into a toaster oven and cook um, so you don't have to eat out all the time. Right. Because yeah. that can get a little old. Old and expensive, that's for no. sure. And probably your digestive system's not going to be very happy with you. Probably not. And that this is where your the secondary, the man fridge, the garage beer fridge comes in handy if you have one of those. Yep. Obviously, you can store all that. Might have to depart with some of the beer in the fridge, unfortunately. But um, you know what? It'll it'll work out just fine for you when sure. you're remodeling your kitchen. So when am I expected to pay for the project? Now that I'm you know going to be doing this project, what are the payment structures like? Can you give me a little bit of idea of as far as what different companies may be? Uh, asking of me for that? Yeah, every company is pretty is going to be different and have their own typical payment terms. Um, at Mosby, we recommend, um, we follow the Better Business Bureau's guidelines for remodeling project or construction project payment terms, which is a small percentage at agreements to do the work, another percentage when the work starts, usually several months later, um, and then as work progresses, um, certain percentages or, you know, as work progresses, payments progress. So you're kind of paying as you go. And then at the very end, having a small amount that's held back um, that the homeowner holds on to until all punch list items are complete, everything's in working order, you love the space, you've used it, it's fully functional, it's past inspection, and once that's completely done, then that final, you know, um, final amount can be paid to the contractor. And that's, that's what Mosby follows, and we find it very successful with homeowners. They like it. Yeah, unfortunately, you may run into contractors that ask for half or the full amount or some very Ooh. large sum of money up front, and that can be you know, a that's, red flag for sure. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, you know, you want to make sure that when that project is going on, you know, it's going on the right track that you want it, and you didn't depart with a bunch of money mm-hmm. that you, for some reason you can't get back. So. This is where doing your research, talking to companies, making sure you vet them is going to come into play because when we're talking about a remodeling project, a lot of times it's going to be, you know, big money. It's a, it's an investment into your home, so you want to make sure the company that you're going to work with is going to, you know, have the respect for you 
and your investment. Absolutely. So uh, the projects, uh, you know, may be done and something goes wrong or something's, you know, maybe installed incorrectly. This is where warranties come into play. Yep. How important is that for companies to be offering a warranty? Extremely important. Um, even though they might have great references, even though their work looks beautiful on the website, um, it, it's just important that the company stand behind what they do. Um, you know, it, it's pretty typical in the industry to have maybe a one or a two year uh, workmanship warranty, a labor warranty, because the products themselves are going to lean on the manufacturer warranty. Um, but not the installation itself is covered by the company that performed the work. Um, and it, one year, two year warranty, very typical with remodeling. We happen to at Mosby have a 10 year workmanship warranty. So for a decade, we're going to stand behind what we build and that it was done correctly and will hold up. Yeah. And that's so important. It's kind of tips off people to how the business, how the company you're going to be working with, you know, does business. If they have a 10 year workmanship warranty or a long extended warranty, there's probably a good chance that they're going to be doing quality work because they're going to stand behind it for so long, mm -hmm. you know, and with Mosby, it's a very easy process. As far as if there is a warranty claim, you just give us a call. You can fill out a form online. It's super easy. And, and we get out to you as soon as possible to take a look at um, what, what sort of situations going on um, with the remodel or the product or, or what, what it may be as far as your concern uh, with the project. I want to maybe taper back a little bit here. Um, as far as a company that's going to be using a, a lot of subcontractors, um, design build firm like Mosby, we don't have a ton of that. You know, we're a lot of in-house work, but there are mm -hmm. companies that do use a lot of subcontractors. Are there things that homeowners should look at when there's a company that's going to be, you know, bringing in a lot of other people into their house? Yeah, I ensure that the company that they're going to be using, like if it's an outside electrician or plumber, make sure that company is, is reputable as well, that they are going to take care of the home just as much as the contractor you hired takes care of your home or should be, um, that they're licensed and insured, um, that they have a good reputation. And then anytime outside companies are involved, you want to ask about, you know, for example, lien waivers, you know, and ensure that, you know, that not only are you getting one from the, the contractor, but that those suppliers are supplying them as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about when the project's starting? Uh, they're going to be doing the work every day. Will there always be somebody on the project every single day? Is that a good sign of a company that's going to be doing good work? Yeah, if it, work should be taking place every day. There typically is not a lull in any of the construction. If there is, I usually find that that's um, due to poor uh, scheduling. Um, and it's was it planned well, it wasn't executed well. Are they waiting on materials or things weren't coordinated as best they can be? Excellent. Very good information. Uh, so we're going to take a break here on the other side of the break. We're going to go on the road with Jake, uh, and then we'll wrap up the show uh, here on Ride at Home with Rich 97.1. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich, brought to you by Aqua Systems and GAF Roofing. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, we're back here with our last segment of Ride at Home with Rich. Todd Bachman, Jake Spurgeon, in for Rich Horace this week. We're talking about uh, the most asked remodeling questions that we get. Also, uh, questions you should be asking before you do a remodel. Uh, but right now, we're going to go on the road with Jake. He has a great uh, story to tell us about a, a client he recently saw. So, Jake, tell us a little bit about... Um, job that you went to take a look at. Yeah, I uh, recently met with a client who has a, um, uh, it was a couple and I, the husband has a medical condition that's going to be having him decrease his ability to, to walk and use his arms and legs and some mobility issues as he ages. So this, the wife was very concerned, didn't know who to turn to. So they just happened through a recommendation to have um, myself and Mosby come over and talk with them. And it was great to, to, to meet with them and kind of set them at ease a little bit. They didn't know what to expect um, through, um, through the husband's medical condition. So I talked about like a front porch lift that you know he eventually will be in a wheelchair. So let's have a, a front porch lift put on so he can get up to the front porch and end the home. And then we took a look at the bathroom. Um, on the main level there and talked about let's widen the doorways, let's get some the shower area a little more accessible, let's add some grab bars, let's get the toilet in a location that's really easy for, for him to use. And it was really awesome to be able to set their mind at ease and just to see how they went from very frantic and, and worried and didn't know what to do to a really good direction and a plan and a goal on how to help, you know, help them, you know, through this time. Yeah, that is great to hear. And that plays into kind of our discussion we've been having. Uh, we mentioned, you know, what's the difference between a small independent contractor or some sort of general contractor and a design build firm like Mosby? That's the difference right there. Yeah. We have experts like Jake on staff that are certified to go out to uh, talk with homeowners that have these specific needs. Yeah. No, so, I mean, talk about that. I mean, yeah, that's great. A, a lot of the designers at Mosby and a lot of um, – the consultants at Mosby, we have what I always refer to as vegetable soup behind our our um, uh, alphabet soup behind yeah. our names, not vegetable soup, um, alphabet soup. All those little letters shoved in there, and each one of those is a different certification that we've taken. Um, myself, I have a CAP certification, which is a certified agent in place specialist. I have ADA certification for design. I'm certified kitchen and bath designer. So lots of these different certifications that the team at Mosby has. So we're honestly, we're experts in these, in these different areas in these different fields. Yeah. And that's what makes us, you know, a great fit for a lot of people uh, looking to do that type of work. So let's go back to the discussion at hand. Some of the most asked remodeling questions or some questions that you, you know, definitely may want to ask. Um, so this is for some of the DIY 
people out there that like to do uh, work themselves, uh, maybe you're a little bit handy. You are going to be doing a remodeling project. You can't handle it all, but maybe you want to do some of uh, some of the remodeling yourself. First, you know, we do get this from time to time. This is more common than other ones. Is can I do the demo work myself? It, technically, yes, you can. Um, there's, it's kind of a loaded question. Um, you want to make sure if you do the demo work yourself that um, one, you're not demoing too much, or you are going to demo just enough that you know, the contractor can come in and start doing their portion. Um, and, and also, you know, safety is a big concern. You know, your electrical plumbing, is it a load-bearing wall? What's being demoed as part of the project? So, no, it's a little bit of a fine art to demo work. It's not just a sledgehammer to this wall and then, okay, we can start demoing. Right. While that looks incredibly fun and probably yeah. is. And, and the know. safety aspect of it, like I said, um, could how are you going to feel? Are you going to need to? Are you going to do something that requires you to go to ten chiropractor visits when it would have just been easier to have the contractor do the demo work? Yeah, I think some of that people think that it's going to save them a chunk of change, and it in reality, it really it, doesn't. It really right? doesn't. It, it, and not to be to be truthful, it's a drop in the bucket as what. A de- we can do it. We can demo a bathroom or a kitchen in usually a half a day to a day, right? Um, pretty quickly. If it's no walls are being like get the cabinets out, the flooring, the countertops, the sink and faucet, and appliances, that's in a day. It, the average homeowner, it might take them three to five days to get those things out. Yeah. And what do you do with the materials when you demo them? I mean, we have specialized trailers, dump trailers for trash and recycling that we recycle everything we pull out of our, our job site. Homeowners don't have access to that, so then they have to call and get a, a dumpster scheduled to come over from a trash company, and they got to call and have it taken away when they're finished, and it's probably blocking the driveway or the garage. Or right. So in the end, I I tell homeowners it, it's easier if we just do it. Yeah. So what if I fancy myself a little bit more of a, a handyman? I can do some things around the house, and maybe I want to tackle some of the remodeling myself, not just the demo, but actually some of the, the construction. What do you say uh, to a homeowner looking to do that? I, I tell homeowners that Mosby learned well in kindergarten to play well with others in the sandbox. <laughs> so we are happy to have homeowners, or even if they have like a maybe a brother or a cousin or an uncle that's a flooring installer or an electrician or a painter to let them do the work great have them come over you know give back to your family let them give them some work to do at your home we are happy to coordinate around that process or maybe as a homeowner you love to paint great we'll coordinate with you to paint the trim and the walls and give you time in the in the installation schedule to achieve that um, yeah one so, thing you have to think about is how is it going to play into the warranty of the project Correct. We can't warranty the, your work. Yes. The warranty work is only, um, for most contractors, most be included, we only are going to, the workmanship warranty applies only to the work that we perform. So if it's something that the homeowner performed or their family member performed, it's not covered under our umbrella, you know, our, our warranty, I should say. Yeah. And sometimes those things can get a little bit hairy. There can be gray areas where you're working on a spot of the house yourself and the contractor or the remodeling company is going to be working on the same area as well. So it may not be super obvious, you know, as, hey, I did the flooring, you're doing the ceiling. It's pretty obvious those two aren't coming together into play. So the warranty's not going to come into effect. 
Yeah. You know, when we're talking about the same area, the same wall, things like that, that's where it can get pretty hairy. Yeah. Um, so what about as far as like HOAs are concerned? I'm going to be doing a project at my house. I'm going to be notifying, obviously. We're going to get be getting permits from the county and things of that nature. But what about an HOA? Do I have to notify them? What sort of discussion will I have to have with them? Depends on the project. Yeah. Um, I, I live in an HOA neighborhood, so I'm familiar with with HOAs in a way, um, regardless of how you feel about them, they have pros and cons. Right. But they're typically interior-only remodels they're not going to have a lot of say in. It's typically an HOA is more concerned about what does the neighborhood look like when you're driving down the street. So any additions, exterior alterations, shingle color, siding color, types of windows and doors, light fixtures, they will probably get involved in that. And you'll just want to give them a call and ask and say, I'm doing this. Is there a process to get this approved or is there not, you don't have any rules about it? And they'll tell you. Or typically when you purchased your home, there's going to be a HOA welcome or a letter in there that says, this is what our HOA does. They approve these items. Here's who you contact to let know this might be happening and to get approval if needed. Yeah. And certainly it's going to be case by case. It's going to be situation, neighborhood by neighborhood. neighborhood. Uh, Some are going to be a little more restrictive uh, than others, but it's always good to have a discussion and talk with them. Transparency is always going to be the best route uh, in every situation like that. Uh, What about uh, as far as the project cost overruns? You know, what happens if there's cost overruns? Well, typically at Mosby, our design process is engineered, so we don't have those. So we have clients pick out everything ahead of time before you finalize the, the final design and the paperwork and the selections are all picked out. So we have hard numbers for it. Um, some companies will have you approve um, a project based on what we call allowances or we've budgeted so much for these items. So then you get into, you know, finally go picking these things out and it's extra and then you have to find out, well, now my project cost me ten to 15000 more than I was told because the shopping was done after the fact of agreeing to do the work. So that's why we like to get all those details on the front end. There are unforeseens. You know, we've opened walls and seen termite damage or some leaking that has happened in a window over the years and has damaged the inside of the wall. Unfortunately, that's a true unforeseen. We're not Superman. I can't look through the wall and see that. So, you know, we create a change order. Hey, there's a couple two-by-fours. There's some drywall here. There's a, some sheathing on the outside of the house that has to be replaced. It's this much extra to do it. And we have the homeowner approve it. Yeah, luckily, you know, with Mosby, you talked about how we, you know, we really engineer the project and get into the details and investigate prior uh, to swing in the first hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of our change orders come from the homeowner themselves, either changing their mind on something or yep. want to upgrade. Yeah, and, um, and that's part of our, our truth up front. We want to be 100% honest with homeowners. We want expectations to be on the same page with everybody involved. It's just super important to us. Absolutely. Uh, and last question here, we're just going to be running out of time here in a little bit, but what about financing? Do companies offer financing? Some do. Mosby does. We happen to offer um, in-house financing for projects for, for clients. It's a very, very easy process um, that we kind of go, go through with a client um, that you find out kind of instantaneously if you're qualified or not. Excellent. Jake, thank you so much. You're such a wealth of knowledge and 
hopefully everyone learned a little bit out there today. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for giving us uh, all of your information, Jake. And everyone have a great afternoon. You've been listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.